How y'all doing, everybody? Welcome back. Welcome back. This is the Day and Night Podcast. I'm your boy, Freshman Fake. My name is Cody Clayman. And we welcome y'all back. How y'all doing this week? It's been a lovely week. Uh, we want to incorporate something different this week. We wanted to talk about every time we open the new episode, just a life lesson that we learned this week. And uh, I'm going to let my man Cody go first, man. What about this week have you incorporated, have you learned to incorporate in your everyday life? Well, yeah, good question. I, I think I've learned to incorporate that to know your worth, know what you're worth. You know, if you work hard, you know, you you give everything your all, um, know your worth. You know, you may know your worth, but you need to let other people know your worth and negotiate that. If one person doesn't want to, to give you what you're worth, then find somebody else who's going to negoti- negotiate and who's going to appreciate you. And, and, and don't just, don't just stay in that comfort zone. You know, don't just be like, oh, I'm comfortable here, you know, blah, blah, blah. No, you need to, you're young, you need to venture out, you need to do what you want to do, work hard, and um, don't just feel comfortable. So what I'm hearing is, you know, that could be applied to relationships, that can also be applied to your career, your friendships, you know, you want to go ahead and know what you bring to the table, but not just stop at that. Once you know what you bring to the table, now it's time to negotiate or leave a situation that you're in. Correct. Don't just be like, I'm comfortable with it. It could apply to anything. Don't be complacent. Always try and strive to be better and better and better. I like that. What about you? You know, this week I've really focused on physical health, which I always do. But on top of that, your mental health is also a big factor in, you know, containing your overall health. You know, we go, I go to the gym a lot, work out. My physical fitness is pretty, you know, on top of my game. But I'm learning this week about meditation, you know, and keeping your mind at, at, at peace and at ease. If, if anybody, you know, suffers from anxiety or anything like that, uh, learning new meditation techniques is really is really beneficial. And I encourage you all to do that. I have a couple apps that I'm downloading, like with soothing music every night before I go to sleep, about 10, 15 minutes. I put on the app. The Calm app is a good one. Uh Aura is another good one. Just fo- just focus on keeping your mind at, at ease. I think that's really that's a good lesson to incorporate in your everyday life. Yeah, it's a good point. I actually it's fun, and funny you mentioned that I actually listen to like meditation music before I go to sleep as well. Right. <clears throat> so like I'll put it on my speaker, you know, it'll help me go to sleep easier and it will kind of put me in a different trance. Okay. And make me like relaxed. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, you know, I think that's really important to relieve that stress that you may have from work, relationships, school, whatever you have. That's very important. 100%, man. 100%. Yeah. So, you know, if you have, if y'all have any other lessons that y'all learn throughout life, it doesn't matter what it is, small, big, you know, let us know and uh, we'll try to incorporate it in our lives. We'll share with our listeners, you know what I mean, to improve quality of life and, and understanding for everybody. Yeah, definitely. Well, let's get it kicked off <clears throat> with Jump some into new- the news, baby. Jump in with the news topics. Yep. Um, so obviously Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she had died at 87. She uh, R.I.P. R.B.G. So if somebody, do, if most people don't know, or if somebody doesn't know who they are, she's a Supreme Court justice. Um, so she's she basically was focused on women rights, and she had been a Supreme Court judge for quite a while, really long time. Actually, she um, was at the t- she was the fir- like the top of her class in at Columbia I believe when she was graduating graduated top of her class and this was in the 50s she couldn't even get a job at the top lawyer firms even even just because she was a woman you know there were men that were way less qualified than her that had high, that she was working for you know what I mean but so she she really opened the doors for you know for a lot of women in her position and in other fields to really 
again, applying your method of knowing your worth, you know what I mean? Not settling. So she was doing like, a, like, uh, clerical work in the beginning when she, when she graduated at the top of her class, which is crazy. You know what I mean? But when she became Supreme Court Justice, you know what I mean? She she ruled on a lot of uh, on a lot of rulings that helped a lot of women out here. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And, you know, that's important. Equality, making sure everyone's equal. Obviously, there's been a lot of things that have, you know, been focused on for equality. And she had played a big role. And Trump now has nominated Amy Barrett, who uh, is supposed to kind of have those same characteristics and same aspects of focusing on women's rights as well. So we'll see kind of how that goes. I know when Obama was president, he had, you know, a longer time period to choose that Supreme Be Court judge. Between the elections, which, you know, a lot of Democrats and a lot of people on TV are bringing up that point right now and the hypocrisy between, you know, the Republican leadership when Obama was, I think the last, uh, I think his name was Scalise, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong in the comments, but the last justice to die before this was uh, uh, his last name was Scalise. Obama had 11 months left until the election of 2016. The Republicans said, you know, that's too close to the election. Why are you, why should you be picking the next Supreme Court? Let's wait until 2016 until the next president is brought in. And then we'll vote. You know, that president can go ahead and elect the, the next Supreme Court. Well, now Trump has let, you know, 50 days, less than two months um, left un until this election, but now the Republicans are trying to push and speed up the process. It only has about a month or so right. in order to do that. And speed up the process. So people are, you know, pointing out that hypocrisy. And this Supreme Courts are lifetime, you know, appointments until you die or retire that, you know, you stay on the bench. So this is why there's so much contention over this is because once you're on there, you know, they rule on very important issues. Roe versus Wade is what most people are talking about right now, which is about abortion. Mm -hmm. So when they cancel abortion, that's going to be big. You yeah. know what I mean? When yeah. they say on a federal level, you can't, you know, you're, you don't have the right to an abortion. That's a lot of women are going to feel, you know, like that's their choice to make. So, yeah, yeah no, hectic. I, yeah. <clears throat> no, I hear you out. And um, yeah, I mean, that it, we'll, we'll see how how the whole government goes about it because that's going to be a big deal you know obviously with the election coming up and mail-in ballots and all of that so that's going to be kind of a big deal we'll kind of you know follow more into that in depth uh coming up 100 percent. but i also want to talk about you know kind of next next uh topic would be you know gavin newsom pretty big deal actually uh gavin newsom was newsom talking about these days <laughs> so newsom actually signed an executive order that would phase out sales of new gas powered passenger cars by 2035 because of fires um, because of like fires and, you know, just the pollution in the air and melting ice, uh, icebergs, okay. uh, things of that sort. So, I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Because that's a pretty big deal. Yeah, I didn't hear about that. That's that's interesting. I, I kind of want to I kind of want to say that's good for the environment, for climate change. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, cars and just humans in general have been emit, emitting so much carbon you know, dioxide into the atmosphere. That's, you know, global warming is going on, you know. That, that causes an effect, so I agree with the premise of it. However, I don't know if imposing that will on people. Like, What if somebody who still wants to buy a BMW with a, with a V6 engine or a V8 engine, they got to go out of state to buy that. Now the other state is getting taxes. You know what I mean? They're collecting all the taxes on those sales from all the people purchasing those cars from California. You know what I mean? So that how does that affect – how is that going to affect California's economy long term? You know yeah, I mean? yeah, that you're might, right. Might I mean, it active. may be good because they're going to focus on and make more jobs and do more research and focus on things of that sort to and market research to 
get more electric and hybrid and you know cars of that so they're gonna have to research more as per now they already have the equipment they already have that so it may create more jobs it may you know decrease jobs but i think it's going to increase jobs because there's going to be more people they're going to need in order to do research to to get those cars on the road in order yeah to but what about that. all the jobs from from the dealers that only sell gas vehicles i guess they're just going to have to kind of transition to that more or less yeah i yeah. mean i think it will definitely help the environment uh, I know Trump doesn't support it, so of course not. Yep. So I mean, we'll see. You know, can this <clears throat> can this be the spark of something bigger that will lead to every other state, or is this going to be just a California thing where people aren't going to agree with the things that are going on and they're going to move out of California? Because I mean, a lot of people are already moving out of. People California. are already moving out of California. Joe Rogan is going to Texas. Well, he's already moved to Texas. You know, bringing that his big old podcast. You know, to Texas. Um, a lot of other people are moving up north to Oregon and Seattle. You know what I mean? So how is that going to affect California, too? I know for, for us in general in, a, in Los Angeles, traffic, you know what I mean? I like more people yeah. to move out. <laughs> Less traffic is always beautiful. But in terms of all the taxes that we're going to be missing out as a state, is how is the state going to respond to that? Are they going to raise taxes on us now like, to make up for the, you know what I mean, to balance the budget of California? So that might have an adverse effect on us living here. If the if you know California state decides to raise taxes even more on us, sales taxes, property taxes, whatever the case may be, it's already expensive as you know as hell to live in Los Angeles. Is it going to be more expensive? Yeah, you and I mean, mean, I think honestly, Texas is going to be a, a one of the biggest growing things because their property right markets, property yeah. value right now is like two three hundred thousand. I feel like theirs is going to boom within the next couple of years. My cousin just moved out there. A couple other you know people I know have moved out there, so I feel. A lot of people are kind of transitioning to moving to other states. Although California has the best weather, best entertainment, best people, best beat, you know, like That's facts. all that stuff. Somebody may even want to settle for something else, whether it be in Texas. Well, they still have beaches, but they may want to go somewhere else because of all these laws, all these taxes, all of these things. And they're doing and, it. And, and it's expensive to live in California. Like you think about it, like but it's they're expensive. Moving, they're moving more because of the personal liberties. I think. Some state governments, California being one of them, you know, Gavin kind of uh, unilaterally decides, you know, I want to move this direction. Doesn't take, you know, I mean, the public opinion into consideration. Like, how do we feel about these certain topics? He just goes ahead and signs his executive order and pushes, you know, something that may affect people in a bad way or a good way, but at least take the temperature. Of the and room we don't first. get that opportunity to or to say so or say so to you know say I mean? that he just signs is done and so it's almost like di uh diplomat dip yeah yeah like Th there was another bill i think he signed or he supported i think yesterday it was in terms of transgender right mm -hmm. uh, transgender uh rights in prison so i believe the bill uh more or less you can quote me if i'm wrong here but the bill that he uh, is supporting is allowing individuals you know, uh depend based on how they identify to go to that type of prison. So if you're a male, but you identify as a female, if you're going to prison, you're going to be allowed to choose, you know, identify as a woman. So they're going to place you in a woman, uh, in a woman uh, jail facility or prison facility that is. And um, how do you feel about that? I mean, I mean, it all depends on how somebody feels about the whole transgender and, and gays and, and, and things of that sort. Right. I don't think it's, I don't think it's good to be honest. I mean, if, if there's a, a guy, a criminal who's a, a male, who's been, 
killing all these people and he's, he's just gonna say oh yeah i i uh classify myself as a female and then he goes into you know the female jails and you know rapes or you know kills or you know overpowers them you know like that's a big deal i mean because prisons are separated for a purpose yeah males and females yeah. both because of you know just different aspects I don't, I don't think honestly i don't i don't agree with that yeah it's kind of hard to say like i agree with the premise you know i uh you know i think we need however, to see the exact details of like how do you because it can't just be like somebody's gonna like uh, you know an inmate's gonna be like oh yeah i gender as a female and then they're just gonna go to the females because there's gonna be too many sexual harassment cases too many too many things of that sort going on so I, I have to see exactly the details of how it's going gonna go on but i mean what do you think yeah so i feel like in terms of how it's going to be implemented will is where the issues may arise but on a on a premise le uh, level i agree with it you know if somebody truly identifies as a woman and is a man and you know you know dresses the, dresses the whole part and you know they have chemicals imbalances in their body where they truly feel you know at birth excuse me at birth that they were you know born in the wrong body how comfortable would they feel going to a male prison when they identify as a woman you know what i mean so that person in, in in specific may feel way less comfortable going to a male prison than you know a female prison so i agree with the premise 100 percent. but as you were saying in terms of executing that and regulating that that's going to be difficult because you know what if me you know god forbid i ever go to prison and i'm i'm not you know if i'm not comfortable going to all-male prison what if i just tell them hey i identify as a woman are they going to allow me to go to a you know what i mean to a woman facility just based on what i say you know what i mean what's the criteria that the, you know what's the checkpoint because every all, what if all males now say they want to go to a female pr you know prison just based on the fact that they say they feel that they're a woman so i agree with the premise of the bill but it's it's going to be interesting to see how you regulate the details that. The and details. the regulation yeah exactly how do you facilitate how do you facilitate facilitate that excuse me and to protect you know the women the 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 individuals who were born as women that are in women prisons how do you protect them now if there's going to be a inflood of you know quote unquote men who feel like they're, they're women or transgender women how how do you protect them in terms of you know all type of you know sexual harassment attacks you know pregnancies you know what i mean so yeah it's so like pregnancies pregnancies too. In, yeah in prison so yeah it's gonna be interesting but again I think that one is more understandable than the than the electric car mandate bill that he signed, because I don't know. You're taking away the choice of the consumer now. I, me as a consumer, I like to have options. If I want to buy a gas car, I lean towards electric anyway, because you know I'm a Tesla fan. You know I love Tesla cars. My next car is probably going to be a Tesla, so I don't mind. If it they personally. made it affordable, like if they make it affordable, because I I know a lot of hybrids. Like I sell cars, and a lot of the hybrids. Those are a little bit more expensive. True. You know, the cheaper $10,000 cars, those are going to be the the, the gas-powered gas ones. ones with, like, no features and things of that sort. Yeah, I mean, Tesla has a car now that's, like, $35,000. I mean, what about the people with, with that can't even afford that? Like, the that's people true. that have, you know, $10,000, you know, the Los Angeles. used one. Exactly. Like, Los Angeles is basically a city full of wealthy and poor. There's yeah, there's the a middle, big gap. The middle the middle class is being it's kind of fading away. Fading so away, being erased. Right. What right, about right. what about those those type of people who can't afford, you know, that? So maybe have an income barrier of being like, okay, if you make less than forty thousand dollars, 
it's okay if you get a gas powered, you know, but it has to be low emissions. Again, though, I feel like that's that, or in a that's more affordable government. Electric. Though that's too much government yeah, yeah. dictating on what you can buy. Mm-hmm. You know, if people want to make bad bad decisions, let them make bad decisions. You know yeah. what I mean? If they want to buy a seventy thousand dollar car, but they only make ten thousand dollars a year, that's what America's about, right? America's about freedom to make your own choices. So him saying like. You can't buy a gas car in California after 2035. I see where you're going to protect the environment, but I feel like there's better ways without imposing somebody's decision outright. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we'll be- see how the manufacturers kind of adjust to that, you know, because, I mean, that's a big deal. I mean, every car is basically gas. I mean, people are transitioning. We but are. to I have think- everybody. I mean, but I 15, about- year, 15 years is a long time, though. Yeah, you know, like a lot can happen in fifty. I mean, if you look at back what has happened in the past decade, a lot has happened in the past decade. Right. So, right. Who knows what fifteen years from now is going to have? And I feel like we're moving towards that direction anyway, in terms of how the market is going to be moving. Because think about five years ago, you didn't really see too many Teslas on the road. Now you see, you know, Teslas everywhere you go. Or people didn't even think like, okay, you think forty, fifty years when there was horses. They didn't even think about gas. In the 50s, we had cars in the 50s, my guy. Or, or like... <laughs> 50 years ago, it was actually the 70s. Yeah, we definitely had cars in the Oh, 70s. okay. But I see what you're saying. Like, 100 years ago. 100 years ago. until now. You know, having... It was cool to have a gas car, you know? And right. then they're transitioning now. It's cool to have an electric car. So, it's always trend... trend trends are uh, constantly changing. Yeah. So, it's like, yeah. is that that's going to be the new trend. Oh, you have a BMW, you know. And maybe you have to push these kind of these kind of policy changes in order to kind of kickstart the trend. You know what I mean? Maybe it'll be a soft. Like he's saying, you know, you can't sell any cars that are gas up up until twenty thirty five. But the, the the again, the regulation of that may not be as strict as we think it's going to be. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But it's gonna it's gonna push manufacturers to start really investing in the R and D, you know, research and development of electric cars, and in the over, you know, in the over. 10 to 20 years you know a lot more manufacturers are going to be are going to have fully electric cars instead of just hybrids no yeah you know I definitely mean? couldn't yeah i couldn't agree so more yeah so we'll see we'll, we'll see how the trend goes and uh, also obviously you know covid you know we're still in a in a, in a covid era mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um the reason i had one of my one of my friends kind of i was talking to him the other day he does the whole medical research and development and stuff like that working with covid uh right now and he says that it the COVID testing is stuck in phase three right now. For the vaccine, you mean? For the vaccine. Okay. The reason that it's stuck in, in phase three is because in order to pass the last phase, they need to have done the testing on different nationalities, cultures, different people with different medical conditions. Ethnic backgrounds. Eth- ethnic backgrounds. So that way they can see the different, you know, uh, side effects of the different, uh, um, of the different, um, medication yeah so like they've already had a cure he was telling me they already have a cure for aids and hiv and things of that sort oh he told you this yeah they already have a cure but a lot of these people having back spasms are having you know different things that are happening to them wait and he works for a specific research research and development team so basically company right yeah exactly company where he's basically does all this research in order to so he basically researches the different to find the different qualifications of the person and their medical history, what they've been through, what they've been doing, and making sure they qualify in order to be a contender uh, or a contestant or um, somebody to take this vaccine, take somebody. So find basically make sure that that person qualifies to take it and be put into the study. Right. So you're saying the holdup for the COVID vaccine is, is 
a lot of the people who are volunteering and qualified to volunteer are focused towards one nationality. So yeah. he was saying so it's that more white people right now. Exactly. There's exactly. So it's like 70% white people or like 80%, like there's like no minorities. Right. And they, you need to see, and it's affecting more the minorities, like the Hispanics and the African-Americans. So it, they need to focus on getting those, those minorities Shit, well good luck man because a lot of my i, I mean i and why I do you speak think to i can't speak for you know other nationalities or other ethnic people but i think black people in america were we've always been skeptical of you know the you know western medicine or american medicine so to speak because you know throughout american history black people have been used as guinea pigs knowingly and unknowingly for uh different diseases the most, you know, well, well known and talked about is the, you know, Tuskegee experiments where they, the government gave people uh, at Tuskegee uh, syphilis on purpose just to see how the disease would affect them as they were dying. And they had no idea that they were giving them the, the, the disease, you know what I mean? But now it's well known. And, you know, those these are just the topics that we know about. So how many other things happen in history where, you know, we go for a checkup and, you know, there's a joke that we have, in, you know, in, in the black community, like black parents and and fathers and grandfathers never want to go to the doctor because they go in there getting checked out for their knee sprain. And next thing you know, they got AIDS, you know what I mean? Or, 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 or they got cancer that, you know what I mean? Yeah. So so, yeah, they're real. We're really skeptical. So I think that's why you're seeing majority of the test, you know, participants are, you know, have been white because they don't have that history with you know, the the medical system in America, uh, the same experience as black people do. I don't, I'm not sure about... And now they have a choice rather than before it was more forced upon to where like you had... To or even it. you go in, like some people think, okay, I'm going in for this COVID testing, but what if they, you know, who who knows what they're injecting in my body? You know, that's, mm -hmm. that's more or less... It's I, a trust I, factor. I'm not, yeah, I'm not really... A anti-vax uh anti-vaxxer but i i i sympathize with those people because i don't i'm not a big fan of flu shots in general you know what i mean like, even when they offer me flu shots i'm not really a yeah, fan of taking either. it i don't really because yeah because I mean, like, it's one, gonna get me sick anyways yeah i've gotten one and i've gotten like super sick from the flu from it so i'm like what's the difference of me not getting it and then catching the flu regularly as as the opposed to me getting sick from this vaccine so yeah man it, i'll you know we'll see if they can pass phase three of uh the vaccine but you know trump wants it before the election so we'll see how that goes but uh yeah it's gonna be interesting though yeah i think a majority of the people who will take it will be the people that are most affected so i think a lot of the people that are affected don't want to be in the study but they're willing to take it after it's already been in the study but also speaking of that don't you have to test people who haven't gotten the virus yet to see if the vaccine works so you have if you to, give it to somebody that's who right because you have to it. give it to somebody so so you're basically telling somebody okay you're affected most and you're most likely to die from this virus so let me inject you with it and give you the cure to see how you react that's a big no, a vaccine risk. is not a cure though a vaccine is not a cure to oh, a it's virus. preventative it's preventative so that's why you take a flu shot so you so when you come across the flu you don't catch it because it, right, as soon as it enters your body your body eliminates it immediately because it already knows so I think I don't and I'm again, we're speaking off of, you know, limited facts. We don't know how exactly you develop a vaccine, but I would think that the testing needs to be done on individuals who haven't had the who haven't had covid yet. So so then you, you give them the vaccine and see if that vaccine is uh, successful in preventing them from getting it from their body, getting it. Mm -hmm. So, you you know, you have to give it to people who haven't had the vaccine yet. So we'll see how, you know, how many people want to 
you know, to go ahead and uh and, sign, and actually and sign take up and for sign it. up for that. Right. I mean, because I know I know if I'm not even willing to take the vaccine, I for sure I'm not going to be in the study. That's a fact. <laughs> you know, That's a and fact. a lot of people, if they're not willing to get get a vaccine, they're not going to be in a study to do it. Yeah, I might you know. I might take the the anti the antibody test though, just to see because I already took a, a COVID test before. I didn't have it at that time. I came back negative. Uh, but I want to see if I ever had it. Cause you know how some people had the vaccine, I mean, had the virus, but didn't even know about it. Yeah. So I want to see if I, if my body already has the antibodies to it. Like if I already had it, didn't even know about it. You know what I mean? And now it's passed. So yeah. So I'm going to take the, the antibody test, you know, maybe next week or in a couple of weeks just to see if I ever, if I ever came across the virus. Okay. Well, yeah. next topic, you know, our biggest thing is sports. Uh, <laughs> Lakers, it, baby. L gang, Laker gang. Yeah. We so out here. The Lakers advancing to the finals for the first time since 2010. Since Kobe Cole since took us Kobe to Kobe Cole. Gave us the title, man. You know? Yep. So, I mean, what, I mean, LeBron's been in more final appearances than 27 teams. He's been in the finals 10 times. Yeah. That's unheard of. Yeah. By himself so, with three different franchises now. Did it with Cleveland. He did it with Miami. Miami, and I was doing it with the Lakers. the Lakers. After we get this ring, and he's MVP, he's going to be the first player ever in history to win Finals MVP with three different teams. <laughs> they thought Kawhi yeah, was going to do this. That's insane. That's insane. The whole year, people were like, Kawhi's about to win Finals and Finals MVP. He, 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 he's going to be the first player, you know what I mean, to win with to win Finals MVP with three different teams. But um, the whole year, I'm like, come on, bro. Bron's, Bron's going to do that. Yeah, It's going to be LeBron. King. But yeah, man. How do you feel about the Lakers advancing? I'm really excited, man. I feel like LeBron is kind of getting Kobe's legacy and kind of taking it on. You know, it's kind of like continuing his legacy where kind of Kobe left off. And, you yeah. know, you even see AD. He hit a game winner. And the first thing he said was Kobe. That's facts. You know, he wasn't ex super excited. Like, oh, I hit the game winner. I did this. He literally, he repped the Mamba. That's facts. He hit that game. I mean, it gives me goosebumps just talking about it. You that's know, facts, man. And it's this, like, this, this, like this year we're. Do, I mean, that's we're doing a big it for deal. Kobe. You know what I mean? This year in 2020 was it, it, the whole year started falling apart once Kobe passed. So I feel like it's only right that the Lakers bring home that championship in Kobe's honor. I think the game that they're gonna win in the finals, they should wear the again the black Mamba jerseys, the all blacked out that he helped design. You know what I mean? He oh Kobe did help help design those. Yeah, those those jerseys where he hit the game winner, the black jerseys. Kobe helped design those jerseys. They're called the Mamba jerseys. Oh, so that's why they always wear them. That's gotcha. why they always wear them. Because I know they days. always have a two with the heart, which is Gigi. For Gigi's number. And then do they have like a twenty four somewhere on it? Or nah, sometimes the jerseys. some jerseys they'll have the KB uh, KB yeah, patch on it, but that but those ones don't. But Kobe helped design those. They just added the you know the two for Gigi. But, yeah, it's only right, man. Lakers got to bring this home for this they year. Ha they have an obligation, and I guarantee you if they don't, they're going to feel horrible. Who would you rather play in the finals? Now, on the Eastern Conference, we got Miami Heat. They're up 3-2 right now as the day of this recording. They're up 3-2 against the Boston Celtics. I feel like storyline, it would be a lot better because Lakers it and would, Celtics. It would be Lakers and Celtics. Because like, that, you know, we have that history And there's no better way to literally Kobe. fulfill – Kobe's legacy, then go against the Celtics. That's facts. You know, that's facts. So in that the finals, a, that'd be, that'd be ideal. But I think at the end of the day, it may just be the Heat. I think Heat because they're winning. Heat's playing great, and I I, I like that storyline as well too because it's LeBron and he won with the Heat. So now he's going against the Heat, going against another his... another ring. Now the Heat have Jimmy Butler, who's been playing like a dog. Man, mm -hmm. Jimmy Butler has been you know working his ass off. Tyler Hero. 
coming up big as a rookie. Yeah. Yeah. He, a lot of people making their names. Yeah. Tyler Hero yeah. scored 37 points in a playoff game two night, uh, two games ago, and he broke Dwayne Wade's rookie record in the playoffs, which mm-hmm. was 27 points. Yeah, it's as crazy. A rookie, so I so, mean, that's it, heat, though. It's, de- heat. it's definitely going to be a good game, uh, whoever they play. But, I mean, at the end of the day, whether they play the Celtics or the Heat, the Lakers are going to win. I mean, you got AD and LeBron. You got Crusoe. I mean, their team is so stacked. We're built. We're built to win. Like it. they're built. We're built to. We're, we're built to do it. And I don't think this is the last year that we're going to contend. Bro. I don't think so either. Because I mean, a lot of them are fresh. The only way that would hold them back from winning would be an injury. It's the only way to hold back. Yeah. And, and and that's falling back to Golden State. They had a dream team, and there's no way that they would have lost, thinking yeah. that they were going to go the next ten years winning a championship. But two of their players went down. But two of their players went down. Kevin Durant and Clay. So. Anything can happen in the finals. And even though, like, I'm talking about after this year, even if LeBron, you know, because at some point he's going to – he's in year 17, bro. This is unheard of of him playing this great still. So at some point, age is going to start catching up with him. But I feel like bringing AD on and, you know, granted that he signs again because he, he's a free agent this year. So hopefully he signed, he resigns with the Lakers. Yeah. So that's going to be a I top. mean, I feel like their relationship is so good oh, now. Yeah. And they've really, like – Really, just they're just real. Their relationship is very strong right now, and they're uh, they're represented by the same management team, Clutch Sports, which is mm-hmm. a, you know LeBron's guy. But yeah, even so, even if LeBron's skill starts to, to deteriorate a little bit, AD can take that. AD over. now is getting to the point where we're gonna have him be our best, our number one player, and we feed AD, and LeBron is gonna be a great number two. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To that, so that can even lead us to two or three more. LeBron might cast Jordan in rings, bro. I'm saying here first. Yeah. He about to get number four this year, bro. He can get two more. He Mark can. my words, bro. He's LeBron's got the team. He's LeBron's going to be the GOAT. He's got the mentality. Because think about you know? it. Stat-wise, he's already going to pass everybody. When he, By the time he's done playing, he's going to have the most points. He's going to have the most, you know what I mean? Like, top five rebounds, top five assists, or top ten. Like, he's going to blow everybody out All of All the numbers are going to be above, in terms of stats, above average. But I feel like stats. he can catch but Jordan on rings, too. The rings is the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I agree. And, and like All these haters, bro. All these haters, when they talk about Jordan and... LeBron comparing the rings like oh Jordan is six and zero in the finals, but the like competition said, was different back then as right, well. It's a different game. Yeah, I mean it, it was more physical back then too than now. Now that you know they call fouls on everything, but my point where I was getting at is they say they always go to six and zero. He's never lost in the finals, right? But he's only Jordan has only been to the finals six times. That's why and he never lost in those finals. LeBron been to the finals. This is the tenth time. So what's better? Going losing earlier in the finals because because Jordan played what twelve years right and he's six and zero in the finals which means those other six years he didn't even get to the finals you know what I'm saying so is it is it better losing early on like why is that better than going all the way to the finals and losing because they always hold LeBron's finals record because then that them. basically means that you're having stronger competition so you're losing to the stronger competitor rather than the weaker and competitor. you're and you're losing to the, to the champion because sometimes Jordan was losing. Uh, uh, in the earlier rounds, and that team that he lost to didn't even go on to win the, chi- the title. That's that's a valid point. A lot of times they that's did. A, a lot of times he lost to the Boston, you know, um, the, D- the Detroit Pistons. Those two years, you know, they, uh, they ended up winning the title until Jordan beat them. But a lot of times they would lose. You know, the uh, the Celtics would lose to the Lakers in the finals. You know what I mean? So I don't I don't think that six and zero and three and uh, seven or three and six, which is LeBron's record right now. I don't really think that holds too much water because that just means LeBron is getting to the finish line a lot more than Jordan. He's just not closing. He's not closing it. But Jordan got there six times and he won those six times, which, you know, is great. I agree with that. But, you know, what I mean, I think it's an era thing. You know, Kobe, I mean, uh, um, Jordan was good in his era 
Uh, it was like his 1990s. Right. Then Kobe was good in the 2000s, and then LeBron's being good in the in the 2010s. You know, to like you know, yeah, 2020s. Yeah. So I mean, it's just a matter of that. Now, a little bit of a trade talk. I think Giannis may go to Golden State, and you know, Giannis may do that. But then again, he may be loyal to his Bucks of how they took him on the team and things of that. Well, the sort, Bucks have but... to make a decision because he has one more year. Next year, he's under contract, and then he he can make his decision. Also oh, next year he has to be yeah with yeah the yeah Bucks? yeah yeah he's still contracted through next year but so, he can't do a contract cancellation like well, I'm speaking no like there's cars. no player option or team option for next year so he's gotcha. he's contracted for next year but now the Bucks have to make a decision do you keep him until the end of the year and or then do you now trade him exactly because if you keep him until the end of the year and then he decides to leave after next year y'all don't get anything in return for that mm-hmm. or do you you know, see how the beginning of the year goes, and do you trade him? Like, if you think he's not going to resign with you, do you trade him, bring some assets back in, and then start your you know rebuilding mode? That's that's that would be a more that would be a smarter decision. That would be a smarter decision, but you know it's risky as well because what if he was trying to stay and then you mm-hmm. just traded him away? So the, they have to talk with him and be like, what are you leaning towards? You know, things of that sort. Yeah, but if he's smart know, and his, and his he's rep- not going to say anything. his representation is going to be like, you know, let let's just see how this year goes. You know, yeah, let, let, let's go out try to win the championship this year. But you know that's going to be that's going to be a tough one. All teams have to make that decision when their when their star player is nearing the end of their contract. You know, definitely, definitely. Yeah, well, let's kind of move on to. I mean. I, my outcome, I think the Lakers are going to win. What's your outcome? Lakers, man. I've been I've been saying it since day one, son. All right, point blank period. It. Lakers in five. So um, Lakers in five each round. Lakers in five, baby. <laughs> Lakers in five. So let's talk about uh, that my Instagram bio. Lakers in five. <laughs> Lakers in five. Uh, Israel staying undefeated and fighting and winning Whoa. in the UFC. Yeah, last night. Why was it so easy? Since they're both un- they're both undefeated. Both undefeated. Israel it was, was good 19 fight. 0 and the other guy was 13 and 0. I think so. Something like that. Um, yeah, man. It was a it it, it was. Paired up to be a great stylistic match because Paulo Costa undefeated from Brazil. His style is to really, you know, run and gun. He's like a, a bulldog. Go at your throat, push up, aggressive. But Israel Adesanya, his fight, his style is letting the competition come to him. And he's a great counter striker. He's very unorthodox with his, you know, stance. He'll fight regular and then southpaw. And, you know what I mean? Leg kicks, his reaches. The leg kicks really, kill, really killed him. His, tore him up. Literally, his leg was like purple. Like, yeah. I can tell if you take a picture tomorrow by what his leg looks oh, like. He, oh, he can't walk today. No. He, he's probably, he probably can't yeah, walk today. It was bad. It was yeah. bad. And, you know, that's, and, 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 and Israel is, he's born in Nigeria raised and you know spent most of his childhood and growing up in new zealand and that's where he trains you know his whole training team is from new zealand they're known for like fighting sports new zealand australia kickboxing you know he started his career as a kickboxer so you know their their game plan was probably just that like paulo acosta was a lot bigger but he's shorter than him israel had the the, the height reach so they probably told him you know stay on the outside don't well, is, too it, much. israel had an 81 inch uh uh um what is it when you can go up? Uh, Not vertical. Uh, reach. Wingspan. What, yeah, reach. Like an 81-inch reach. Yeah. And um, Paula Costa had a 72-inch vertical uh, um, So that's a, So that's a 9-inch advantage. And it was uh, one was 5'9". It was like a 3-inch height. Height, exactly. Height difference. So there was a big difference in that right there. Yeah, and, and that's the inch, game plan that, that Israel... That just shows you your fist can be out way farther than the other person. And that's the game plan that Israel 
probably trained for and what he executed because he was just staying on and the he outside was too. and he was kicking cocky. them leg kicks. Oh, that's you, 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 if you want to be a star, that's, what you, that's how you got to be. Yeah. Cause I, and I was telling my, you know, my guys this yesterday, that's how you sell fights. You sell fights. It's the same as Floyd Mayweather. Mayweather, Mayweather and McGregor. You want, you want they people hype that, that up so yeah, much. But you want people to love you and you also want people to hate you because those people that hate you are going to buy the fight to watch you. They want to see you lose. They want to see you lose. Yeah, but either right. you want to see me win or you want to see me lose. Either way, you're buying a ticket and and they're generating money. You don't want it to be like, oh, I don't really care who wins. I just exactly. want a good fight. Exactly. Because now a lot of people, the interest is not really that. It's not heightened. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So you want people, especially in combat sports, you need to be hated just as much as you want to be loved. It's a to valid point. To make the big bucks. It's a valid point. And you know I know I mean? you had mentioned McGregor. McGregor is actually going to be uh, boxing Pacquiao in the Middle East. Uh, and uh, it's pretty cool. Um, okay. Pacquiao is actually going to donate most of his profits to the Philippines. Is that set in stone? By COVID. Is that yeah. like, like they both signed the contract? Um, I don't know if they signed it. I know that it, it's supposed to happen, though. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I think it's pretty cool that he's going to give his, you know, his winnings, his earnings to them. And, Pacquiao's record is so good. He's so at this point he doesn't even really care if he loses because <laughs> he's making so much money and the he's people not about love to lose, him. Though. It's, it, it's gonna be similar. It's gonna be similar to the Mayweather. Yeah, McGregor's just doing this for the money, you know, oh, for the course, money, bro. for the money and the fame. Because boxers make way more money than UFC. You yeah, know what I mean? So that's in that one fight that he had with uh, Mayweather. I think he made like a hundred million off of that fight. And he lost. He could have made like he. He needed to take like 20 UFC fights to even amount to close to that much money. And think yeah. about all the damage that you take in a UFC fight. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was a great business move. Who cares? He lost. He set his family up for life. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd, I'd lose to Mayweather for $100 million. I'll get knocked out for $100 million. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Run that contract up, Mayweather. <laughs> I'm with it. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting. I don't know if, if it's going to be as exciting or newsworthy as the Mayweather and McGregor fight. Because May Mayweather was undefeated. Mayweather was undefeated. Yeah, that's true. And that's it was true. the first time a UFC person had come to boxing. That's true. You so a lot, a lot of that buzz is going to be a little bit lower, but you know, people are still going to tune in. Yeah, it's still, still going. It's going to generate some. It's still going to generate a lot of income. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, I, I know agree. we we got to kind of deal with you know the last the last time it's a little funny, you know, got to spice it a little bit. What's the topic? Let me know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we're talking about this in pre-production. I was talking with a couple of my guys, and I don't know how we led to this conversation, but we were discussing different ways that you can, you know, impress your girl or take a girl out or do nice things for a girl and try to impress her while still being in a budget, you know? So a couple of things that, you know, we came up with was this one, is, uh, the first one I'm going uh, to say is a little bit more pricey d depending on where they're at, but say your girlfriend is out to brunch with th their girls, right? This will be a boss move to do. You ask her where she's at, oh, oh where y'all having brunch? She tell you the restaurant, you pull up to the restaurant with her girls, you you just go there, take care of the bill, and then you just leave. You kiss her on the cheek, and be like, oh, I'll see you later, I took care of the beer for you and your girls, and then you just bounce. Tell me that wouldn't be baller, bro. I mean, that's a pretty boss. Move. That's a boss move. You're not even there yeah. to join them. You're like, I just can't, you know, take care of the bill for y'all ladies. And then Damn, you that's out. Hey, hey, actually, that's low key. I, that's fire. <laughs> hey, huh? that's I may have she, to do think that. about the conversation they're gonna be having about you after you leave. Oh you know yeah, I mean? literally. She's gonna be bragging about you to her friends. Her friends are gonna be hyping her up. Oh, he takes care of me and this and that. And it's really important that the friends like you because the friends are the biggest influence. Because I mean, you think about it, if you have a girl problem or a work yeah. problem, who do you go to? You go to your friends that's fact this is what happened so if you're constantly telling them this bad 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 about them that's they're naturally going to come back with bad but if they witness firsthand 
you coming up like a boss and saying like, hey, don't worry about the bill. I got the bill. I got the whole bill for them you know? too. You know what I mean? And then if for them too, it'd be yeah. like you, you care about all of them and their exactly. friends. And, and you, investing in their friends uh, is also an investment really because say, you know, God forbid you do end up messing up with your girl, you're in trouble with your girl. When she goes to talk to her friends, if they don't really like you, they're just going to be like, oh, man, fuck him. You know yeah, what I mean? You can do better one, or whatever. Yeah. But if they're invested in you already because they know you're a good person and you take the time to know to learn about their friends, talk to them, and care about what – now they're going to be thinking like, all right, well, give him another give chance. Him a, give him another chance. Let's go. So it's you really know? an investment. Like he's you know cool. what I'm saying? We, yeah. yeah, I'm giving you all some games. So that was one that you know the, the, the fellas came up with. Another one is say your girl's going to get her nails done or whatever the case is. You – find out what spot she's going to and you call ahead at the nail spot and you're like hey my girl is on the way there i just want to take care of the bill regardless before so you don't tell you don't even tell your girl that you that you're covering the bill and nails only like 40 50 dollars so these are methods that we were talking about that that's clutch you know what i mean so she that's goes in there on google and she's going up to pay and she's like oh no it's already covered you know what i mean <laughs> oh that's hard that's that that's dope that's hard And these are things like yeah it's the dollar amount 40 50 bucks or it's whatever instead of just giving her money but these are thoughtful ways that mm -hmm. where you're thinking outside of the box because sometimes smart. it's not even the value of what the thing that you're you're, you're covering it's the approach and the, and the execution approach and the of principle it. yeah exactly because so you can give someone a million dollars and you're like cool but you can give a million dollars in experiences of traveling, That's of, a fact. you know, their family and things of that sort. And it's so right. different. So 100%. it's how you use that money. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So those are a couple of things that are good. You know, we're, you know, and, you know, we'll think about other ways to ball on a budget. You know what I mean? If you're <laughs> trying to impress somebody. But another thing I was thinking about is incorporating her friends, like for her birthday or something like that. When she's at work, have her have her like Venmo her friend money or, or get flowers sent to her or have your her friend pick up flowers and then drop it off for your girl you know like like her best friend will bring the flowers to her job and be like hey these are from cody he, he wanted me to give these to you oh you know that's I mean? clutch and that's another way to invest in the friend because now the friend feels involved in like all the planning and stuff like that you know what i mean yeah that's so. smart so don't just be focused on just her like i need just you just you just you incorporate her friends so that way her friends like you in the planning in of the planning of you gifting your, your girlfriend some things. Exactly. You know? So, like, yeah. you giving a gift to her friends is almost more effective than <laughs> giving yeah. a gift to her. Because her. Yeah. her friends are going to hype her up so much, and then she's going to want to treat you even better. Oh, no. not the. I mean, the flowers won't be for her No, friends. but I'm saying, like, yeah. when you have them involved. Involved when you have in the like, process. Like, her, like she's, her friend's going to be the delivery person for the flowers. The friends know? are just going to be like, oh, how's it going with him? How's exactly. it going with him? Exactly. And then when you guys are together, you know, best believe she's going to take care of you. <laughs> like, that, yeah. She may do something the same thing. Thing. exactly yeah know? exactly it's and then she may do the when same a girl thing loves you homies. like wholeheartedly like you know what i mean that love is going to be is, is going to be expressed you know full force so you want to invest yeah you definitely want to invest in the well-being make it a family because i know sometimes relationships don't work out because the friends don't approve of that person and for me for me to be with the girl it's all about the homie's approval like my my friend has to be like hey you know she she's a good she's a good choice right for you you know what i mean and even just you know, because a lot Cause of times you may, you when may, somebody gets in a relationship, they may not they, see things. Yeah, or they they spend they start spending way less time with their friends because they're always with their significant other. You know, and that may and that may cause a rift between their friendship. So, you, so you kind of want your girlfriend to still have her girl group and to be focused on her friend just as much as she's focused on you. No, yeah, you know? I, I could I couldn't agree more. And it's yeah. it's it's better to incorporate everything. So like she says, like, hey, I'm gonna go out with my friends, be like, okay, well, why don't we go out together and I'll bring my friends? 
So that way you're Facts. still you're still with your homies. She's still with her girlfriends, but you're still able to spend time together and your friends can socialize with their friends and maybe they can even meet somebody. Right. And then her friends are getting into a relationship with your friends. And it's just like it's just it all works out it's in all, its favor. It, it all so. works out. You know, one day y'all can go on a big vacation together to the Caribbean or whatever the case And you're still is. able to be romantic with her, with her, but also satisfy your friends. Exactly. Because a lot of people like and I I have I've have been through friends that literally like we were really good friends at that moment right you know like but they got into a relationship and suddenly it's like oh let's forget about the let's forget about the homies right 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 you know and that's not right because yeah. your friends are your support system they help you make good decisions it, they're family you know i always say you know family isn't just blood you know family is loyalty and and, and people who stick by you that's facts. and with you for your whole life that's facts yeah. i have friends that stick by me you know and i i consider them family yeah 100 you know? 100 so yeah you don't want to forget obviously about- we may have our differences and it's literally just like a relationship like honestly i consider like you know for us example like we may have our differences and stop talking for a while but then we put that aside and it's it's like low-key like a little breakup <laughs> you know like pause. you know pause no homo but like it's like you you come back it's like it's just like a relationship you know and you want to have that good relationship with your friend because that will you just you always want to have a good don't burn yeah. your bridge so that way you have a hundred ways to get where you need to go yeah that's 100 100 so yeah man invest invest in your girl man she can do dope shit i'm telling you yeah 100 man well that's uh, great man that's great topics man We'll wrap it up. Yeah, we can wrap it up. I mean, also, um, kind of the last topic. I, I know, you know, we're all about music and, you know, the culture and things of that sort. Uh, Tory Lane's actually releasing his album That's talking right. about, um, right. you know, not shooting Meg the Stallion. Yeah, man. Um, a lot of people, the internet was buzzing when he dropped his album, man. And, you know, throughout the whole album, he's, he's denying the fact that he shot her or he's denying the fact of how it actually went down. You know, it's not, she's, He's characterizing it that it didn't go down the way she described it on her live. And a lot of people were are just upset that he's even profiting off of the situation. How do you feel about that? Like, do you think because she went through a, such a traumatic experience, regardless of how the facts went out, she did suffer an injury. She got shot. You know, whether he did it or, or whatever the case is, do you think he should be making music and profiting off the situation? I mean, I think music is a way of saying how you feel about a particular topic. It's a way of expressing your feelings and just what you're talking like. Okay, let's say Drake, for instance, when Pusha T told him about, uh, you know, exposed Drake had a had a had a baby. You know, how did he respond to it? He responded it into his album. You know, he altered his album a little bit and said, yeah, so he profited off of it, but he expressed how he felt. So basically... So, so basically, yeah, I kind of feel the same way. You think Taylor Swift, you think you think all these different artists are explaining their thoughts, their opinions, what they've been through, what they're going through in their music, in their tones, in their lyrics. So I think it's better actually to say something in music rather than it is in an interview because you're able to express your feelings with what you do best right. is make music. That's what I was telling, you know, my you know, my friends, I, I feel like yeah, we have to respect Megan, and we do. You know, she went through a traumatic experience, and if she decides to ever address it in her music or whatever the case is, you know, we're going to be there for it. But situations, there's two sides to every story, and because Tori was in that situation as well, he was in the car, whether he did shoot, even if he did outright shoot her, that's a situation that happened in his life. So why 
why shouldn't he talk about a situation that happened in his life that affected him as well? He, he, he could be 100% in the wrong. And even if he is, I still feel he has the right to discuss it in his music. You know what I mean? Because now he's going to suffer the consequences, whether he goes to jail. He's, that's a traumatic experience for him. He should talk about his music. He could be dead wrong. You know what I mean? We can cancel him or whatever the case is, but he should still have the right to, to talk about that in his music. Because that's what music is all about. You talk about your experiences, good or bad. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, so you know, we'll see where the story goes. But that, it was it's crazy, man. The album, is, I mean, sonically it sounds good, but apparently I'm not even supposed to be listening to this shit. Everybody's telling me to cancel Tory, but you know, everybody everybody had to listen to it at least once to kind of see exactly what he's saying, how he's characterizing characterizing the situation. So it's, it'll be interesting, you know, because I think he has a court date coming up in October, and it's it's based off of oh, I think he's only charged with illegal care the illegal possession of a firearm or possession of an illegal firearm so i don't think he's even charged with actually shoot you know shooting her in the foot so you know we'll see we'll see where it breaks down but yeah crazy right, story man. man. well i mean i think we touched on a lot of good topics today um you know and uh appreciate tuning in like subscribe uh Comment, follow share you, share tell your friends family mama your feedback, daddy <laughs> all tell that everybody stuff. man we appreciate y'all tuning in and uh, as always, you know, let us know any other topics you want us to discuss. We got y'all. Got you covered. I'm your boy, Freshman Feek, once again. My name is Cody Kleeman. And this is the Day Night Podcast, baby. Boom. Boom.